ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inumia te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. Uh, 
koe nei ko te, ko te pāua e mai maarati ana e ena o tātou kei te pari akatango ngā mātua. Nō reira e mi atu ana, nā koutou i āpai me ki nā tātou. Me te me i tonu, ki te kīngi Māori, kia kīngi tu eitia, nāna tāna tamā ine te puiariki a ngā wai ono i te pō, i ari ātu ki waitangi i te rangi nei, kia urua tu aia ki roto ki te rao ngā tarati, o te motu, e tautoko ana, e tautoko ana. Me ngā tangika, tēnā koutou. Kia ora tātou. Kia ora everybody, Chay Wilson here from Chay's channel and tonight we're here for Taitea Talks and really pleased to have our manuhiri tonight and we've got our manuhiri Matt Renata and I'm going to bring Matt in now and Matt will introduce himself. Kei a koe te wa, Matt. Kei a koe. Kia ora, brother. Kia ora koutou. Ko wai koe. Ko Matt Renata tēnei. O ko wai a hau. Ki te tau o toku pāpa, my koro, he was born and raised in a place called Waikaremoana, ki Tūwai, and also have whakapapa links on my koro side to Tikapa, which is just down the road from Waiomatatini, Ngāti Porau, Waiapu, and also Ngāti Kahununu ki Wairua. And on my nana's side, yeah, we're whanaungas up the river, ko Wanganui Te Awa, mainly from Pungarehu, but also Whakapapa to Parikino and Kaiwaiki as well. And kita tau toku mama, no India okutupuna. So we come from the west side of India, in a in a place called Gujarat. Ingari, born and raised in Tewakairangi, the original name for Lower Hutt in Wellington, but have been living up in Tamaki, Makoto for the last two years with my wife Rachel. We've been studying a bachelor in Indigenous theology, and it's kind of blowing our world apart at the moment. Um, yeah, especially, you know, being able to connect down on the whenua ihumatau and kind of, we've got theology happening in this institution over here and you kind of hearing the whenua, feeling the wairua over here and then kind of smashing those two together has just been pretty amazing. But yeah, it's good to be with you, brother. Cheers. Sure. Sure. So thank you for, for joining us tonight, Matt. And um, <clears throat> people just apologising if there's any issues with uh, the uh, tech tonight because uh, the internet connection here in Motueka uh, isn't the best. Well, <laughs> not. <laughs> um, uh, it's Taiti Talks, everybody. So it's the chance to go straight into a kaupapa to discuss something. And I'm going to hand it over to Matt. We haven't actually had a talk about what, what he's going to ask me. Um, so straight over to you, Matt. Um, what's your questions for tonight? Well, I'm. I'm We've been exploring a few other things and, um, you know, we've had our corridor before, bro, and, you know, kind of really thinking about um, kaupapa that's out the gate, but especially as we get deeper into te ao Māori, uh, we start to discover things that just really excite me. Um, 
especially when we get to, you know, I've been a youth worker for the last 12 years, so when we get to talk to them for rangatahi. But um, one big one, bro, is, um, is this kind of thing around, you know, um, time and uh, te ao Māori and, and, and time. Um, one of my last um, tikanga rangahau that I was doing for one of my papers um, was looking at the maramataka and seeing that kind of way of reading time, you know, the rhythms, um, the vibrations, the timings, the seasons, you know, our tupuna, they live by that time. And then all of a sudden you get this kind of other time coming in, which is the Gregorian calendar and it kind of slaps itself on top. And so I hope it's okay to say, but I feel like time has been colonized. Is that okay to say that? Yeah, well, it's, it's so, one of the biggest colonizers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, um, here I talk for Karo around time and um, more specifically, um, there is, you know, you do your ones on Tuesdays, which is reading the environment, interpreting the environment. But I was more like hearing these kind of stories and these pūrāko and just papa around how, you know, when the tōhunga used to travel in the waka, with whoever the captain is and whoever's in the waka, um, they could kind of like go ahead of time and look to see, oh, we actually got to go this way because the that island or that whenua is that way. And so they kind of like travelled out of time, but they were still in time. He hato whakaro, bro, do you have any thoughts around te ao Māori and time? And the first one, is around uh, seasons and so yes our tupuna uh, followed a lunar calendar and um, rangi mā tāmua uh, hini uh, hōtenini uh, and rea te mākiha they're great people to connect in with to give um, a more thorough uh, deep dive into those kaupapa uh, but at, at a very simplistic level it's a 13-month lunar calendar, lunar stellar calendar, uh, which also coincides with different changes through those seasons. Mm. And so, so that, that's one point. Uh, the other point uh, is around uh, two things, I think, around the tohunga and then being able to see ahead of time and uh, there's two parts. One is our tupin did astro travel, mm. and uh, they did that. But also, the, um, you look at some of our names on our landscape, and they actually describe how that landscape looks from the sky. Oh, and and uh, there are many examples of that. And um, they could only ever have been named if they were flying, and so that that's another connection to astro travel. Um, but the word matakite is a word that we use for a seer, mm. uh, <clears throat> and the best explanation I've heard is from somebody I had as a manuhiri for Taiti Talks earlier on, um, Garrett Cooper. And his interpretation is that matakite can see 
the future simply because they see today so clearly. And because Whoa. they see today clearly, it's just a hop, skip and a jump to see tomorrow. Whereas there are so many things that we miss in our daily lives because we're distracted by other things. Mm. You know, a classic example is you have to look really, you actually got to concentrate to look at this. Even though it's in our view, your nose. Mm. You know, you've got to concentrate and you know, I'm doing it now, I can see my nose now. <laughs> um, you actually got to concentrate, even though it's, in, it's within view. And so that's just a, a really simplistic physical example of how we miss so much. And a lot of that has got to do with uh, a phrase that I learned in Hawaii, the cacophony of modernity, where the noise of today distracts us. And as part of that distraction, we then can't see today clearly. Wow. So, you know, when I think about your, your question around time, the Gregorian calendar has been one of the biggest colonizers of us mm. because we now want to do everything on the date that we are free rather than when it's the best time for us to meet. Oh, super. And so, classic example is um, you didn't have big events in winter because um, each hapu and each wano were at home calibrating. And you'd wait until the warmer months. And you'd wait for a massive event. You'd wait until uh, when the food is plentiful. And you'd usually wait till when the energy is good for whatever the kaupapa is, rather than oh, here's the free date. And so so the whole thing around time, uh, time has been a massive coloniser of our minds. Time has been a massive coloniser of the way we do things and therefore the way we think. Yeah. So, so there's a few musings on your, on your first question. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Buzzy. Yeah, so, and I know, moved earlier. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, just um, another Fakaro is. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you still there, bro? You're kind of frozen a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're still there? Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, it's just around um, kind of have had dreams or something like that. And then all of a sudden, I'm in a moment and I'm going, holy moly, I've already seen this before. And then you kind of get the deja vu thing happening, and then you're going, oh, what's that? What's that about? You know, like, um, yeah, yeah, it's a, that's an interesting time one. Um, and especially because it's, you know, we're, we're remembering what happened at Parihaka um, 139 years ago it is now. Um, I was reading these stories. I can't remember where I read it. My sister showed me about um, Te Fiti and Tohu, and the troops had come in, taken them, and take them, you know, as, as slaves or as captives 
they left Wellington and they were making their way down to Ototahi. And when they went to Ototahi, they were allowed to go onto this museum. I don't know why they were allowed to go there. And they saw these kind of sculptures or pictures of like um, Moses, of um, Noah, of Abraham. And they looked at them and they said, they don't look like that. He looks like that and he looks like that, but that person there doesn't look like that because we've we've seen them. And their claims were that they've interacted with them. And so did they go back into the past or was it a present thing where they had a vision or, you know, the astral projection or did they, I don't know, it's um, just kind of these interesting stories that we've been listening to and reading. Like you said, um, Dr. Rangi Matamu and these ones, we've been reading all this stuff and we're just getting really more and more interested in time. Yeah, and, and I think the key thing is that there are definitely people who can see into the past and see into the future. Mm. And uh, what we have to understand is that tupuna wisdom allows you to uh, engage in those spaces. Mm. Some of those conversations because the system doesn't like us talking about that. And the system is more interested in us focusing in on the logic brain, yes, which is not helpful because we have to be focused in on our taha wairua, our taha hiningaro, and our taha tinana. And when you don't engage in all three, you can easily go off balance. Yes. And so the system is encouraging us to stay off balance almost. Mm. And some of that's got to do with control, uh, but also uh, some of that's got to do with us um, allowing to mould ourselves and fall into what the system sees as being right. That's exactly right, bro. Um, one, one more part I bro. Just, I mean, I'm interested in your whakaro, but... Um, you know, a lot of stories we then are starting to read, like, um, that we are now going, man, this is for real, is that some tohunga or um, used to teach whakapapa to tui, um, they used to have this intimate connection with the whales, actually speak to the whales, hear about their journeys all around the Pacific, all of this. For me, it's like real out the gate, but I'm loving learning all of this mātauranga. What's your whakaro on? So we kind of touched a little bit on astral projection and stuff like that, but you know, like the stories of Maui being shapeshifter, all of a sudden he's a manu, and then now he's a tohora, um, um, you know, kind of like astral projecting into birds, you know, and getting that bird's eye view, or were they actually leaving their body and are unrestricted and could leave the atmosphere and look down? What's your whakaro on that? It's funny. It's funny because we were discussing this today. That you don't speak te reo to the manu, you speak manu to the manu. <laughs> you speak rako to the rako. Yeah. And there's a classic saying from home, um, don't talk about the river, talk to the river. You know, kawake kōrero motewe ngari kōrero kiteawa. And, and as I've been saying on my Tuesday co-host sessions, it's not about waiting for the hour to go, hello, my mokapuna, I'm here to <laughs> yeah. Heard that one, but bro. What it is, is about um, being able to understand the signs 
um, to observe those signs, to then um, gain understanding from those observations. And, and that's how our tūpuna were then able to talk to things like tōra and tui, is because the beautiful construct that is the Māori worldview places us at the bottom, where we are the tainā. And even though we have the ability to do certain things, it forces us to enter into a relationship of respect with everything else around in the natural world. Wow. And, and therefore, by prescribing to that construct, it helps us to um, build a, a view where there is enough for everyone. Wow. See, that's beautiful, and that's, man. It's amazing. That's how you live in a sustainable world um, and give back before you take. Wow. Yeah, so I, 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 we could probably carry on a bit longer, but I'm, I'm mindful that the uh, internet connection is a bit crap tonight. Oh, can we just um, carry on, bro? I was going to ask you my, this one last question that I've got. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Bro, that honestly, bro, that's beautiful. And for me to aspire to a world where that's normal for us, you know, like 20 years' time, we're going to hit 2040, 200 years of Te Tiriti o Waitangi and Aotearoa. I, I dream and imagine an Aotearoa where that's normal for us. That's beautiful. We are in sync with Te Taiao. We're in sync with ourselves. We're in sync with our whanau. You know, all of those things. However, there is a system and a structure that is governing our nation at the moment that is a Westminster construct. I, I hope it's okay to say this because I'm using big words here, but <laughs> I feel like it's holding us back, bro. And when, you know, I was hanging on the edge of my seat when I when I saw Rawari was going to get in. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, the bro who's gonna he's gonna cut tracks for us, you know. And then just watching his journey, and he's you know giving us updates all the time of this needs to be decolonized. This needs to we've got to pledge our allegiance to the Queen. There's nothing about you know Te Māori, Te Tiriti, Te Waitangi, Tangata Whenua in there. Just loving watching his journey, but what's your fakaro? on decolonizing our nation from a governance perspective, is there a chance or a possibility for a dual governorship for our nation? Is that going to work or not? Um, you know, what does it look like to decolonize it um, to get tangata whenua back in the place where they should be governing from? I think there's two parts to that question. Number one, we should always aspire for better. And we know, and COVID has been great for us, because COVID has shown how broken the system is. Yep, exactly right. All around the world. So number one, we should always aspire. Number two, the, um, the, New, Zealand, the New Zealand Parliament 
gains its legitimacy from Te Tiriti or Waitangi and then completely ignores it. And so we have to continue to force change. Mm. And if I, if I read that back to Tupuna Wisdom, <clears throat> is we are constantly unlearning bad habits, as well as utilising the good things that were brought here mm. from other places. So yes, make the most of the good things, the things that aren't good for us, leave them to the side. But more importantly, there are so many things that are happening where we were told you don't do that, you do this. And now, because an American uh, psychologist says this, this and this should happen, oh, we better do that, even though it was beaten out of us. Mm. What's happening is that the Western world is catching up to many of the indigenous practices. Let's go. Beaten out of us. And it's now our our time to remember to remember. And um, deliberately say that we must remember to remember. And some of that takes a lot of shedding of noise and pain and trauma before we can even remember to remember. But we must do that and we must have a hope and aspiration which will help us through that. Often rocky journey. Often rocky journey because um, and, you know, there are many things that continue to be revealed from the past because the consciousness is now ready. You know, so that's an exciting you know, it's an exciting thing. The consciousness is now ready. Uh, and I think the more that we continue to ask questions like you've asked tonight, um, the better we'll be in helping each other grow and be well. Mm. Mm. Wazzy, bro, I, I jumped on my motorbike um, yesterday and just went for a little cruise around, you know, Mission Bay, Ngāti Whātua ways, past Bastion Point. Um, I just keep riding around. I saw a little urupā there. And I was like, hey, what's that urupā doing in the middle of nowhere? So, um, so I got off my my bike had a little karakia, went into the Urupa, and um, these these people that are buried there, bro, are two, some tupuna that are buried there. Old, there's old ones in there, and I was going, far man, these stories, the fucker papa, the power and fucker papa, to remember the stories that are attached to this tupuna wisdom that you're calling it is so important, and I'm really excited because now. It's starting to bubble up and emerge. And when I when I read some of your way to a corridor, I'm just getting so inspired because I'm going, man, this is where the true power is that's going to bring our people back to life. And I just can't see this Westminster construct finding room for it. So I'm just I'm I'm kind of got my mind open and my senses open to what does that look like for the future and um and that's why I think you're the man, bro, because, you know, you, you, you're probably ha- happy doing your gardening and looking after your kids, but instead you've been pulled out, you know, put to mahi, and um, you're really inspiring people like myself and, and the generation um, that I'm kind of in 
to bring back the power of our whakapapa stories, our pūrāko, all these things that are re-emerging that is really going to make the generations after us way stronger um, than, say, you know, a, a couple of generations just above us where they're all really weakened by colonisation. So, yeah, there's a, there's a mihi in the, in the, in the uh, in a tunnel to you, bro, to keep going. And, um, yeah, we, we're really grateful for it. Kia ora, Matt. Thanks, thanks for those words. And, um, yeah, I didn't bring you on to, to, to say that stuff, but, <laughs> um, but just in wrapping up, everybody, uh, Matt referred to being from uh, Pungarehu. Uh, and I'm also from Pungarehu, and uh, the name of the house there is Maranganui. And, and there was a big uprising from the Honganui River that went to, to Parihaka, to the call of Tohu Kākahi. And as Matt said, and as I said in Te Reo Māori, uh, it's the 5th of November, uh, which is the day we remember the Pahua. And the Pahua uh, is the day that Parihaka was ransacked and um, attacked and our people stood there in peace and in passive resistance. Um, while it was ransacked, and that day uh, is remembered, uh, even though a day in England has more prominence here for the fifth of November, because um, I can hear all of the the fireworks. So Katiake, um, stay well, everybody, and just want to send a big mihi out to Matt uh, for joining in tonight for Taiti Talks. Be back next Tuesday with co-host sessions, and again on Thursday for Taiti Talks. Tēnei kāmihia tu, kia koe me, o ti rā kia koutou katoa, e wakonga mai ana, e mātakitaki mai ana, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, turuturo hiti waka maua kia tīnā, hui e tāi ki e. Kia ora tātou. Kia ora koe. Nā Pūoro Jerome, nā reo Pūoro. Soundtracks from Pūoro Jerome.